Hello, everyone. Welcome to HeartGate International Ministries podcast. We are the Piencas, Ken and Mary Ann. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope that you'll find this information helpful, hopeful, and inspirational. Some time ago, I had the opportunity to pray for a woman who had stage 4 cancer. I didn't know her. She was a neighbor of my brother and sister-in-laws, Larry and Jane. She had been under doctor's care and had done everything she was instructed to do and everything that she could possibly think to do to get rid of the cancer, but still had it. There had been no positive change, and knowing what she was facing, she was getting ready to sell her home and sell her business. On a walk through the neighborhood, my sister-in-law, Jane, came upon her, and they started to talk. The woman shared what she was going through and how she had even had several different pastors and ministers pray over her for healing. Jane told her that I was in town. I often go to visit my family in Wisconsin. And she said, well, my my brother-in-law, he prays for the sick and he believes in healing. Okay, folks, now this is a little side note. Uh, this is one time where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> and you find out and you're tested as to whether or not you actually believe the things you tell others to believe. <laughs> so a day or two later, Jane and I went to the woman's house to pray for her. After a brief introduction, we went into her sitting room and she began telling me the whole, the details of everything she had gone through, all the people she had had prayed for her and people that were ministers. In fact, she even said, I've had, she said, I've actually had ministers come in here and they prayed for me. And before they actually prayed, after they told me what to believe for, they said, and if it doesn't happen, uh, it, it could take some time or we'll still just keep praying. And she said, I looked at one in particular and I said, if you don't believe this is going to happen, how, do you, how can you pray for me and for me to believe it's going to happen? Mm. I thought, boy, good point. Uh, there's that rubber meets the road kind of thing I was just <laughs> talking about. I told her, well, that didn't matter. That's the past and this is the present. And we're going to pray in faith, believing. As per part... As part of preparing her for how Jane and I were going to pray, I shared something God had spoken to me specifically one night when I was praying before going to bed. I was talking to God about healing, the whys, the why nots, the if, the whens, the conditions necessary for healing, all those thoughts that we all have to deal with when you want to minister to people and bring the same kind of healing to them that Jesus did. And, and the right kind of, it, it's right to have that expectation that we can move as Jesus did. He said that we could and we would. But all those questions often seem to come to mind, and I'm sure you've experienced it, at the, and resist, they provide resistance when you're trying to pray for someone yes. for healing. They're flooding your mind, and you realize I don't have time for this right now. Someone is actually <laughs> counting on mm -hmm. me to bring God into this situation and for them to get what they are seeking from him. 
So back to I'm praying. And God said something to me that I will never forget. He interrupted my thoughts and he said, when you pray for healing, be me. And he said it so emphatically that it, it even created more of a shock mm. to me because I thought, what? Be you? How can I be you? And then no sooner did I think that thought that I recognized and I knew immediately what he was saying. I thought of God speaking to creation in Genesis. When he said in Genesis 1-3, let there be light, what was the result? There was light. And when he said in Genesis 1-6, let there be a firmament in the midst of the heavens, it then says, and it was so. In Genesis 1-9, let the waters under heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear. And again, what does the word say? It says, and it was so. There was no question as to whether or not it would happen. There was no doubt as to whether or not it would take place exactly as God spoke it. Every word he spoke that is God. Every word God spoke was without hesitation, without, uh, without lack of confidence, and with the absolute assurance that it would take place just as he said. There are many more scriptural examples that I could use here to be able to convince you of that very fact, but I'm sure you know those very scriptures. God doesn't, he never has an insecure day. <laughs> he is not he has no insecurities regarding himself. But what's even better is he has no insecurities regarding what he is able to do through any of his children mm. who choose to believe. And there it is. Yes. Who choose to believe. Our life is filled with choices. What are the choices you're making? God makes things, makes his tools and his, his blessing and the resources of heaven available. But he says, what do you want? Choose mm -hmm. you this day whom you'll serve. And so I know, again, God said this expecting exactly the results that he got. Yes. I don't, I didn't know anything about this woman. I didn't even know if she was a Christian. I didn't even know if she would understand what I was relaying to her of my experience with God directing, directing me to be him when I'm praying for someone for healing. As a matter of fact, you know, the thought occurs, you think she's probably going to think I'm nuts. First of all, I'm telling her God spoke to me and made it so clear. I'm telling her that, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be God to her for where she is, uh, for what she's dealing with. And believe me, folks, I have no delusions of grandeur. I know I'm not going to be God, but I understood what God was saying. Yes. Let me do what I do best. And don't hesitate. Don't be insecure. Don't let those thoughts crowd in and rob you of this experience. So I told her, I told her everything of what God had said to me that night. And I told her, we are going to, Jane and I are going to lay our hands on you 
And I said, these hands are not going to be my hands. They're going to be God's hands. Mm, The power that flows to you as a result of that will be God's power to meet you. You need God's help. And we're here to, to pray for you for that very help. And one last thing I said to her, expect healing because I am. Yes. She said she would. And guess what? God showed up. It's been at least four years since that precious day. She has said from that moment, that very moment, she knew she was healed. She even waited for a year on purpose before returning to her doctor to have him examine her. And there was no cancer found. She still lives in her home. She never sold it. She's still working at her job, her business. (laughs) Praise God. She is still going strong. The reality, folks, about healing is that there is no foolproof formula to make healing happen. The The only formula, if you could call it that, that I know of is grow in faith because God is faithful yes. and love people like God loves people because that has to be what is yes. behind every time you pray for yes. someone. It has to be motiva- motivated by love and carried on the, by love on the wings of prayer to that person to really make a difference. And folks, this formula, this simple formula, is going to take your whole life. Mm-hmm. Wonderful experience, but amazing results yes. because our God is amazing. Yes, He is.